Welcome back, everybody. Um, today, I'm going to talk about some common mistakes that people make when they put things into their own interpretation. Um, they listen to other people. They try to read books that are non-educational into the aspects of different people's interpretations. The reason why I bring this up is because of the way people take the Christian faith, and I don't mean by believers, I mean by people outside the Christian faith that put a stigma on Christianity for being a copy-paste type thing. See, the thing is, is Christianity isn't a copy-paste. That's what people, like, want to believe. Um, usually, typically, atheists and um, agnostic people, people that think that they have a higher intelligence than um, the people that, you know, are led by faith in the Bible. They think because they don't have the knowledge or the recollections to, um, to actually understand atheism, then they can't, you know, be rational. But the thing is, is a lot of atheists don't actually know the Christian faith. Um, and sadly, a lot of Christians don't even know the Christian faith. So, um, the way that, like, people, these are some things that I've been hearing, that Jesus is technically Zeus, and Jesus is a myth that the Greeks created. I've heard that Jesus is a myth that the Romans created. I've also heard that Jesus is a um, myth that Constantine created. Um, that Paul created Christianity. <laughs> so, let's go through some of these things. So, when we go through the history of the Christian church. Um, people that were before the Christian church was even created, like the actual buildings and stuff, not the, uh, the Christian church was referred to a body of believers, people that believed Christianity. Now, let's take the first, uh, Let's take the first case, which is obviously the most dumb that I've ever heard, um, that Constantine created Christianity. That is false. Constantine didn't create Christianity. He apparently converted to being a Christian, and he legalized Christianity in 325 AD. Um, from that point going forward, the Catholic Church... Um, ended up starting to be established and started to grow and into eventually what we would know to be the Holy Roman Empire. Um, at that point, the Pope and the Vatican and everything, uh, all the clergy from the higher-ups in the Catholic Church would ordain and uh, approve of um, settlements and um, wars, such as the Crusades that occurred and other such events. Um, so, no, Constantine didn't create Christianity. Christianity was around before then because the Christian church 
um, or Christianity was established um, over 300 years before Constantine was even thought of. As we know, Christianity was started by Jesus or Yeshua, um, and Jesus isn't a annunciations for hailing Zeus. That's what people say his name is for um, the way that his name was originally written because Greek, Latin, um, and Hebrew uh, don't have the letter J in it. The letter J actually never existed until the 15th century. So, um, due to that, Jesus' name was uh, Isis or Azus, um, and people would say that that's Hail Zeus. Um, again, that's a false equivalency. Um, we're not hailing Zeus or anything. Um, that was a transliteration from Yeshua, which would have been correctly translated into Joshua. However, um, because the letter J wasn't around, it was um, put into place as an Asus or uh, Isis, the way that people would pronounce it, and that is where the name Jesus comes from, because during the time of the Geneva Bible, when the J letter J was put into place, his name became Jesus. Um, and the name Jesus, uh, if you go all the way back to the 1611 King James Version Bible, you will actually see there's no letter J in that Bible. <coughs> Sorry. Um, that Paul created Christianity. So... That was another one that kind of threw me for a loop. Because I'm over here and I'm, like, reading and, like, listening to people say these kind of things. And I'm like, do you even know what the Bible says? It's like, ignorance just spills from their mind. Paul was originally named Saul. And Saul, or Paul, um, hated the Christians or Messianic believers. The reason why is because... It was, Jesus was preaching something that pushed against the border of the Pharisees and the religious um, group. Because the religion was taking precedent over the actual teachings that God was given, um, then jesus came to correct everything and he went to the pharisees and called them hypocrites he went there and explained christian um i can't say christianity but he explained god's word to them you know and he even would use the own scriptures to show them the truth so when he did that it made the religious community the Sadducees, the Sanhedrins, all them, to push against Jesus, and they looked at him as being a re like a rebel, a person that was a lot like John the Baptist, and people looked at John the Baptist, and they were like, okay, he's a little bit crazy, so people won't take him too seriously, you know, but eventually, 
John the Baptist got killed because John the Baptist was a lot like Jesus. He wasn't afraid to back down for what God's word actually was. And neither was Jesus. He wasn't afraid to back down to people. When Jesus was there, you know, and did that, the religious people pushed against him and Paul, or Saul, was actually part of the, the Sadducees, the Sanhedrin people, but he was um, a Pharisee himself. And he pushed against Jesus, and he even says this in his epistles. He explains that he was the worst out of all the apostles, that he ordered a killing of Stephen, one of the apostles um, that followed Jesus. He didn't realize the truth because he was blinded by it, you know? And a lot like the blind, um, he was blinded by being stuck in his faith and his religion, that he didn't see the truth that Jesus was telling him. And it wasn't until he was blind himself that he actually came to see the light. And when he came to see the truth, he um, spent some years to learn, and he went out and he preached. And there's even cases, like in Galatians, where Peter and Paul would actually talk to each other. And Peter obviously probably hated Paul for the longest time because of, you know, the persecution he pushed on them. The key point that you need to understand is people are making up these narratives to try to establish their own beliefs and faith. If Paul was so against Jesus, why would he even push Jesus? You know, like, why would he even go into the second half of the New Testament where he's going into and explaining to the Gentiles everything, you know, that Christ was saying and saying that Christ sits at the right hand of God, you know, and that is paralleled throughout all the Old Testament. The point is, is that Paul realized the error of his ways and he was willing to die for that. He was beheaded. So when you understand the actual concept of this, you we realize the truth. People need to stop making up narratives. Um, the Greeks didn't create Jesus because Jesus existed before then. Um, so Obviously, the Greeks didn't create Jesus. We already established that. The Romans didn't create Jesus. They took um, Jesus and his teachings based on um, the legal approval of Constantine and grew that. But people that are saying that it was a Roman um, myth that was created or people that were saying that it's a Greek person that was created... They're completely blinded by the truth by the truth of what the gospel is teaching, and this is where Satan works his magic. He creates discord and issues for people to question their beliefs, 
so they will look more into this kind of stuff and they'll start seeing all these parallel patterns and stuff. The internet is one of the greatest inventions that humanity has created, but it's also one of the worst. The information that is on the internet can be some of the most deceiving. See, this is another issue that we understand. If we think about this in terms of the Garden of Eden, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, we have the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It's in the palm of our hand. It's in our computers. It's all over the world. The knowledge of good and evil is right in front of us. But when we have this, we have people that become addicted to internet people that become addicted to uh, pornography, people that become addicted to social media, people that become addicted to arguing, debates, disputes, um, traumatic things. Um, we get uh, issues um, with the news, with taking sides, nations against nations, people against people. We're learning all this kind of stuff from the internet but we're not actually realizing which one is true and which one's false because we're going by what the narrative is. For many people, we look at conservatives that will listen to like Fox News and stuff like that, conservative media. And then we have other ones that are like liberal that will watch things like CNN and stuff, which is more liberal-based media. And then when we understand that there's two different sides to this, which side is true? Well, people are going to side with this one that they, they're closer to. You know, if they see Fox and they're conservative, they're going to watch that. And they're, if they are liberal and they see CNN or um, NBC, they're going to follow that. But what they're not understanding is the underlying truth between it is they're making you divide. They're making you take a side. And the side shouldn't be taken. It shouldn't be conservatives and it shouldn't be liberals. It should be God. It should always be God. And with the internet age and the um, cyber age that we're in, um, we're understanding all this information at the palm of our fingers. And it is creating so many acts of delinquency and sinful natures that were being blinded by our own ignorance. We have a book that was written over 2,000 years ago. And when we understand the manuscripts, um, the reworkings, everything that has been written and done, yes, there are some... Um, equivalencies that are hard to fully understand because not everybody speaks Hebrew. Not everybody speaks um, Greek. You know? I'm pretty sure the majority of people don't speak Latin or Aramaic. You know? So when we go through all this and we understand that these scriptures are pulled, you know, and there's always more underlining meanings to this, but what we need to understand is the base concept that Christ is the one who died for our sins, the one that we need to go to to be established, to be mediated for. Um, 
there's too many people that want to push against, you know, the Christian faith, that people want to take their own knowledge and elevate it above everybody else. People that will take their own interpretations for the Bible instead of actually listening and reading for its literary intent, the way that it's explained based on word for word. Um, what, whether you're reading it in exegesis, esegesis, or if you have a self-revelation to it. Self-revelation is what I um, call um, a scripture that personally speaks to you. It resides in your heart. It resides in your heart, and when it goes to your heart, then you understand it in a sense that appeals specifically to you, as if God is specifically speaking to you in a specific manner. A lot of times, um, when I read the Bible and stuff, and I'm conflicted with my own emotions and my own struggles, I will pray to God to reveal something to me. And I'll open the Bible up, just open it, without even, you know, just trying to, like, find a page. I just open it up, and I start reading from the moment I open it. And I go in for a few pages to see, and usually, I will find something that will resonate with me. It won't be an exact, an exegesis or, um, an ex exegesis or exegesis, um, um, passage it's something that appeals to me you know and when I read it I can understand that maybe this is a revelation that God's trying to put on my heart um, so when we the reason why I'm doing this podcast is because there's so much false information out there there's so many things that people are going to try to take different religions that they're not knowledgeable in and parallel it to Christians or to, um, you know, an Abrahamic faith. There's so much more than what people realize. And when you need to realize this, what you need to understand is that God has always been elevated above everything else. Any of these ancient civilization religions that, you know, you'll read about, you have to understand God existed before that. All the religions that are paralleling to what the Bible teaches, God existed before that. So these ancient religions that people are, like, pushed into... You have to realize that God was before all of them, and he called out to Moses to deliver the written narrative, which became the Torah, uh, eventually um, progressed into the Tanakh, and from there it um, went from there to um, the New Covenant, the New Testament. And when we understand this, and we read the scriptures, the historical narratives to all of this, and we 
go in with our hearts and we go in with a clean heart and we go in with a clean mind we're not going to be fully corrupted trust me there are times where i struggle because i've learned world religions and i've learned the parallels and i've learned all the stuff and in, sometimes in the back of my head it kind of itches be very careful for this stuff because what you need to do is you need to make sure that you're grounded in your faith and when you're grounded in your faith then there's nothing that can push you aside Jesus explained it's a narrow road the narrow road doesn't take all these different religions and puts them in front of you and saying it's one so you have this gigantic road it's not that case it's a narrow road and that narrow road is with Christ so please before you listen to atheists agnostics people that push themselves above the intellect of what the Bible teaches understand that the Bible has been the written word for so much longer and is still very hard to disprove because constantly as science advances to disprove the Bible science gets disproven and it, their previous theory falls back onto a biblical narrative so I do hope that this has been at least um, understandable for any of you and if you guys have any questions or any podcasts that you want me to do um, you can email me ministermartyr at gmail.com and um, if you have any questions or concerns or whatever always um, uh, feel free to email um, if you're ready to get saved um, there's an episode uh, in here called the sinner's prayer um, you can go down there and you just uh, can listen to that and you recite it or you can um, just pray to God yourself and explain everything that's been heavy on your heart and accept him as your Lord um, and Savior. Um, and from that point forward, you know, just live for Christ, you know. Anyway, God bless you all, and have a great um, rest of your week.